You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode 52. Today we're talking about what are you available for, how to protect your energy, and honor your boundaries. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are new to the show, welcome. My name is Shanae, and if you're a returning loyal listener, I'm so excited to have you back. I appreciate you guys so much. So like I said, my name is Shanae. I am your host. I am a former WBFF bikini pro and a fitness and nutrition coach, as well as competition prep coach and expert. I did all the things, and I have um, really on my journey found myself getting more and more obsessed with personal development and helping my clients reach their highest selves. And I've been doing even more work on um, uncovering my purpose and who I am. And I know that's why you're here too. You are obsessed with getting better. You want to become better emotionally, physically, mentally, um, your self-love. And that's what we talk about on this show, how to be our highest selves in the mind, body, and heart. So anyhow, so excited to have you here. Um, Today we are talking about, like I said, what are you available for? So have you ever stopped to ask yourself, how available are you for everyone else in your life versus for yourself? Big, big question. Um, You know, when you have either like a full roster of clients, a social media community you're pouring into, just like real life relationships, like if you're not a person or a coach who's on social media, but you're the go-to girl for your girlfriends, like everyone goes to you for support. Um, your energy is so important. So like, if you're listening to this show, I know you're that person. You're that person that people call when they have a problem or they just broke up with someone or they need advice and, um, your energy is really good. And so people just want to be by you and they want to get lunch with you and want to have coffee with you and want to ask you for your advice. And that's like, it's such a great feeling to be that person, but also you need to prioritize yourself. So we can't have you feeling guilty for feeling like you're not doing enough for yourself or doing enough for everybody else. And then also in turn, like feeling resentment because you're doing so much. Does that resonate? I hope it does. Um, And if it does, hello, welcome. We are the same person. (laughs) So that's what we're talking about today. Um, We're going to talk about the art and the art of setting and honoring boundaries and like what boundaries are. We're going to talk about the difference between internal and external boundaries. We're going to talk about how to give from your own overflow, not half your cup. So important. And then last but not least, determining what you have the energetic capacity for and showing up fully for yourself and others. I'm so excited. Um, So yeah, before we get into the heart of the episode, um, I have a kitten in my lap. So if you hear meowing, (laughs) I most likely will pause the episode and come back to it. He has been, um, he's 10 weeks old. If you don't know, we'll have a kitten rescue now. You can go and check it out on Instagram. And he's really lonely and sad because he's by himself. He got separated from his litter mates. So he's sleeping in my lap now though. So I'm hoping he stays quiet because I haven't slept (laughs) or been able to work. Um, So there's that. Number two is I want to invite you into joining Mindset Makeover membership. This is my membership community where I do all the mindset and healing coaching for you guys. It's like a a huge extension of the podcast. If you like the tools that you learn here and you want support in your journey of, um, 
going from just like the self-conscious nobody to like a self-confident leader and, and a leader not only for others but just for yourself and having that support and accountability to become that person you know you're meant to be then come and hang out with us so that's it let's get into it um so first and foremost i'm going to start off with a quote that i love um this is from Brene brown she's you know the queen we <laughs> we stand her um the quote i love from her is daring to set boundaries is having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others how powerful is that? I think that when we have people-pleasing syndrome is when we have a really hard time setting boundaries. And it could be even harder for us, like those of us who are heart-centered and we want to help people. And do you hear him? Uh, we want to help people and we genuinely want to be there for others. Um, but part of what holds us back or part of what gets us sort of almost used in a way is that we don't have the courage to set boundaries because we don't want to disappoint other people or we don't want other people to not like us. So the definition of boundaries, um, this is from online, personal boundaries are guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways for other people to behave towards them and how they will respond when someone passes those limits. So I like that definition, but I don't love it um, because I'm not really a, a fan of the word rules. Um, the way that I look at boundaries is that they aren't rules for how other people get to treat you, and that was the, the misconception that I had in the very beginning, but they are more so for yourself to honor. Um, so a boundary is a commitment that you make to yourself on this is how you want to be treated. This is what you are going to allow. And if someone disrespects that boundary or breaks that boundary, then it's actually on you to take action. It's not their fault and it's not on them. Does that make sense? So this again goes back to always taking personal responsibility for how you react to a situation. If someone breaks a boundary and you don't do anything about it and then you hold resentment towards them, that's actually your fault. So um, creating boundaries um, are probably the hardest thing. And if it's uncomfortable, you're doing it right. Um, some examples of a boundary would be creating boundaries for like what type of questions you answer in your DM. So if you're a coach and you um, support clients online, uh, <laughs> this little kitten. Um, so if you're a coach and you support clients online and you create content, but you find yourself getting a lot of questions in your DMs, that that's a boundary that you get to create for yourself. If you are the emotional support person for all your girlfriends, that's a boundary that you get to protect on like how much you're available and what you're available for, right? So if someone's going to call you at 10 p.m. at night and just word vomit all over you and it leaves you feeling drained, then that's a boundary that you create for yourself. Um, so like I said, it's not to tell them how to act around you. It's for you to determine what you have the energetic capacity for. Okay, um, so oftentimes if boundaries are created, most people will respect it, but people who benefit benefited from you not having boundaries are probably going to be upset. And that's just 
the honest truth. And that that is a, a red flag. That's a red flag for you to determine if that's a relationship that that um that fills you up or if that's a relationship that drains you i call those type of people energy vampires and you know when i was doing a lot of personal training i had tons of energy vampire clients and it was up to me to create the boundary of okay like what conversations am i going to facilitate in and what conversations am i not going to facilitate in um so you know where to create boundaries by identifying where you are having an energy leak so if you're feeling drained from talking to someone or you feel drained after a conversation with someone on Instagram um, or if, you know, you go to your parents' house and someone is constantly crossing your boundaries on what type of conversations you want to have and you feel so drained afterwards, again, that's a boundary. So next I'm going to go into how we can create boundaries, how we honor them, um, and I'm going to give you a couple examples, but I just want to kind of round out the boundary definition by letting you know that boundaries don't make you arrogant. They, they don't make you, um, I'm trying to like find a non-cuss word for this, but, but boundaries, so earmuffs, boundaries don't make you a bitch. They really, really don't. And I think that's the hardest part that I had um, a trouble with was thinking that if I put a boundary in place, it meant that I didn't want to help that person. And that's not true because if I don't have boundaries in place and I just let everyone take all my energy from me, then I don't have energy for myself. And then I get resentful. And then that's when you become crabby and moody right so it's actually like the opposite the stronger boundaries that I have in place the better I can show up for people the better I can show up for my clients and my community and my relationships and more importantly the better I can show up for myself and and my husband Um, when I didn't have any boundaries I'd come home drained I had no energy for the person I love the most and that's not what I wanted out of life, right? I didn't even have any energy for myself. So it's like, if you're not working out, if you're not doing your self-care, if you're not eating healthy because you have no energy, because you give it to everybody else, huge, (laughs) huge, huge, huge um, insight for you to be like, okay, like there definitely needs to be some boundaries created. And again, it doesn't make you a bitch. It actually makes you a better person. Um, I trust people more who have boundaries because then I know that when they say yes, they really mean yes. And when they say no, they really mean no. And they mean no because they know what their priorities are. I really respect and honor people who have priorities. So with that being said, let's get into it. You can go ahead and take out your journals. Um, So like I said before, how do we create or how do we know what boundaries to create? First, it's by identifying what your energy leak is. So an example is you're spending too much time coaching for free in your DMs um, and then you feel exhausted and drained after. So kind of find some areas where you're having a huge energy leak. Second step is to physically write out what that boundary is going to be. Um, So for this example, no answering personal coaching questions or you give a response like you coach once and then if more is needed, you offer a coaching session. That's the boundary. Step number three, you write down what you're going to do if the boundary is crossed. So that specific action you're going to take in this example, I wrote firmly and kindly repeat that your time is valuable and clients pay for this. 
And then step number four is to identify how you're going to feel when the boundary is crossed. This is important because as we know with the thought model, our feelings always trigger our actions. And so if you can identify how you're going to feel if it's crossed and you can tie that with the action that you like are not wanting to take. And as a reminder to you of like, oh God, like I don't want to feel like this, then it's more incentive for you to actually honor the boundary. So in this case, and this is like personally for myself in the past, I would get angry and I'd get resentful. Um, and I, so then you write down, okay, how am I going to feel and why? Um, I don't want to feel like that because I'm not available for that because it lowers my mood, it lowers my vibe, and honestly, I don't have the luxury of coaching for free all day long. I have um, clients to support, I have you know dogs to take care of, cats to take care of, a husband, my own self, my own workouts, my own personal development, my own journaling. Um, and I don't have, you know, hours and hours of free time all day to just coach people for free. I love helping people and that's why I have this podcast. That's why I have my Instagram content. Um, but I don't have that luxury. Maybe, you know, in 10 years when, um, (laughs) when I have like more time or, um, you know what I mean? So anyways, write that out for yourself. What is it? Um, The way that we now honor our boundaries is by those last two steps, identifying what you're going to do when the boundary is crossed and how you're going to feel if it's crossed and why you're not available for that. So I'm just going to give you a recap on the steps. One, identify your energy leak. Two, write down what the boundary is. Three, write down what action you're going to take if that boundary is crossed. And four, write down how you're going to feel if the boundary is crossed and why you're not available for that. Repeat those four steps as many times as possible with all the boundaries that you want to create in your life. And uh, my last little tip on that is um, check out the holistic psychologist. She posts so many really great boundary posts and um, what I really like and what I've learned from her is that boundary when we express our boundaries to others we're not telling them what to do we are um yeah we're not telling them what to do what we're doing is we're we're protecting ourselves so that segues into there are so many different types of boundaries you know physical emotional spiritual but I kind of categorize them in two major ways which is internal and external So your internal boundaries are actually commitments and boundaries for yourself. So I define this as words, actions, behaviors that we won't tolerate for ourselves and the commitment you choose to make within yourself. So this is kind of like the promises that you decide to keep. Um, For example, social media consumption is an internal boundary for me. Negative self-talk is an internal boundary for me. It's It's the commitments that I decide to keep within myself boundaries. Now, external boundaries are the commitments you choose to make for yourself regarding other people. So this is what I meant by boundaries or how we teach others to respect our energy. Um, 
the example that I gave earlier was, uh, you know, coaching for free in the DMs, being an emotional support to your girlfriends and like that not being reciprocated or like you just overextending yourself all the time. Um, it can also be topics that you don't want to talk about. For example, maybe that's politics or body image. Um, if you're, you know, sitting at friend dinner with a friend or with family and people start talking about something you're not comfortable with, um, a way to honor your boundary, um, for example, say like your friend brings up dieting and you're really working on not having negative body image, a way that you can honor that boundary is by saying, hey, I'm being mindful about the type of conversations I'm engaging around body image. Would you mind if we talked about something different? That's you holding a boundary. And if she says no, <laughs> then like I said, red flag, is this a relationship that you really want to be in? Because is your energy being reciprocated, right? If you're you know, pouring into her, is she pouring into you? So um, those are what external boundaries are. So just a couple of reminders, you can write these down on boundaries, is that most people don't respect boundaries because they don't know how to keep their own. Very important. It's going to feel uncomfortable, okay? If you're setting a boundary and fulfilled people respect boundaries because they have boundaries themselves and they know how powerful it is to have them. Struggling to keep boundaries is a manifestation of lack of self-worth. You don't need to explain. Silence is a response. If someone is like, why, why don't you want to talk about body image? You don't have to explain yourself. And often it can feel like you're doing something wrong. So I teach boundaries inside Mindset Makeover Academy. And like you guys know, it's a membership community now. And we're um, August's coaching theme is actually going to be on boundaries. So if you want to dive into this deeper, um, come join us. I'm going to be teaching a whole workshop on it. All right. So next up, um, how do we give from our overflow not half your cup. So now that you have some boundaries set, you're, that's like the first step, right? So um, again, going back to why this is important, when you have boundaries and you learn to give from your overflow, not half your cup, then you're able to show up so much more powerfully, not only for yourself, but for your, for your family, for your friends, for your community. Um, if you are a coach and you have this purpose and you want to help people and you want to build community around that, like we need to give from our overflow, not half our cup. Now, this is mostly a mindset shift um, because no one is forcing you to give from half your cup, okay? This is your choice. No one is forcing you to overcompensate. No one is saying um, you have to overcompensate in order to be loved. That is like your own inner child little person wanting to be validated and accepted. So this is purely a mindset shift to give from your overflow and not half your cup. It's a choice. Um, a couple tips is first letting go of the shoulds because you probably have some shoulds that are going on in your head. Like, well, I should answer every single comment on my post. I should answer every single DM. I should pick up the phone every time my girlfriends call or every time my mom calls. Um, those shoulds are not serving you and they are draining your energy. They're causing you to show up in a scarcity mindset and a martyr. Like you you have to give pieces of yourself in order to feel worthy and loved and that's not sustainable. It's not long term. Second 
is acknowledging and nurturing your inner child. Like I said, the 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 need to overextend yourself and give from half your cup because you want to that that person to like you or you don't want to let people down, that is your wounded inner child acting out. And that is your own work to validate yourself and say, you know what, I don't have the energy to talk to you right now, but when I do, I will call you back. I love you and um, you know, I really want to be there for you, but right now I just don't have the energy, so I'll call you tomorrow. Um, but that is acting from your highest self, right? If you were acting from your wounded inner child, you would take the call, you would, you know, give that person all your extra energy and then you'd feel like resentful and a little, maybe even a little bit bitter and frustrated afterwards. Last but not least on this mindset shift is identifying your default programs. So I call these like our core wounds, um, if you're one of my clients, you know what I'm talking about. We talk about this all the time. Um, so your default programmings is actually the programs of your inner child, of a wounded inner child. So some examples of that are people-pleasing, playing small, self-doubt, perfectionism, not feeling good enough. When we identify what our default programs are, and say, no, this is a whole whole podcast. I could talk about this for like an hour. Um, when we identify what those default programs are, so you probably cannot identify it in 10 minutes which is cool um welcome to being human um um, but like do your best and maybe you do know maybe you've been doing this work for a long time this is the shadow work right this is part of journaling where we really get vulnerable and raw and be like why do I feel so much shame when I don't help my my family or why do I have a hard time prioritizing myself and 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 not giving any energy to myself but I can give so much energy to other people those are the type of questions to ask yourself to figure out what your default programs are. Um, so when you identify that, you know you know why you're acting out from it. Does that make sense? Um, it's more I'm trying to think of a way to explain this like concisely. It's just having the knowledge of knowing like why you're doing something versus just doing it and not knowing why. I'm gonna leave that there because there's so much more we can get into. <laughs> Um, last but not least, I wanted to talk to you guys about determining what you have the energetic capacity for. Um, when you know this, you can then show up for yourself more fully and for others. And I have two tips on this. So one is when you do let go of the shoulds and the people pleasing, you start to learn who you are. Um, simple as that. When you know who you are and you know what you want, you know what you like, you know what you have the energy for, then you you know how you can show up. Um, I think that a lot of us drop into the shoulds and we drop into people pleasing because we don't know who we are and we sort of need that validation from others or like you need to be doing something for someone to feel like this is who you are. The second one is kind of a confirmation. Um, When you drop into deeper alignment with who you are, like you know what you like, and not just you on a human level, but you like on a spirit level and a soul level. When you drop into deeper alignment with that and with who you are, that is actually your blueprint for how you can show up fully for yourself and others. Isn't that cool? So the more you know who you are, 
the better that you can show up for yourself and the better you will be available to um, know what you're available for and know what you're not available for. You'll be able to hold your boundaries and protect your energy. So if that's not encouragement to drop into deeper alignment with who you are and figuring out who you are, I don't know what is. Um, But I have to say that in my own journey, learning more of who I am, again, not just my human self and knowing like what my preferences are and what my core wounds are, but on a soul level and knowing really deep down like who I am, what my purpose is, what I'm here for, um, that has given me the blueprint to be able to show up fully for myself and others and and know what I truly am available for because the reason why I'm bringing you this episode is I used to struggle with this. I overcompensated. I over um, extended myself to my clients, um, to friends, to family, um, to feel accepted and to feel loved. And uh, spoiler alert, you don't ever get that satisfaction. You don't ever get that void filled when you're doing things for other people to fill your own void. That has to come from you. And the cure for that is learning about who you are and giving yourself that time and space to heal and to grow. So that's it for today's episode. I hope it was helpful. Um, I'd love to hear your insights. Again, come hang out with us inside Mindset Makeover membership if you want to learn more about who you are and drop into that deeper alignment that's everything that we do and if you're an aspiring fitness or a life coach or an established one this is the work we do inside the highest self mastermind that mastermind is closed for the rest of 2020 but it will be opening back up for 2021 i'll probably start enrollments in november or so um so keep your eye out for that or just dm me i have a crazy good memory so if you message me i'll remember to reach out to you so be careful about what you tell me (laughs) I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. I'll see you guys next week here. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. 